Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo September 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com where you can see all of the free goodies that I make for you each month. You don't want to miss anything that can help you to align with the stars and live your best life. And if you would love to be an astrologer as your profession or just go deeper into your love of astrology to help yourself and your friends and family, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you think I go into details in my free offerings, you should see what goes on in that crazy comprehensive course. You can see it at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. Also at that site, I have some great self-development courses that are free, including Unleash Your Money Magnet, which is one of my free courses that you can check out at loomlife.com. Okay, so what's going on this month? We've got two things that Virgos need to know to make the most of this video. The first is if Virgo is your moon or your sun or your rising or your Mercury or Venus or Mars or whatever you watch for it, this video or podcast, if you're listening that way, is for you. And if you are late degree Virgo, either whatever your Virgo placement is, let's say if your birthday is around September 15th through the rest of the sign, or if you're around 24 or so degrees through the rest of the sign, I also highly recommend that you watch my Libra report or listen to my Libra report because those of you who are very cuspy, especially at the late degrees points there, you really need to have more coverage to get your full um uh, set of information. Okay, so for those of you in that time in that zone, just watch both the Virgo and Libra reports to get your um, goodies. So, what do we have going on as our must knows this month? The first big must know is we're going through a major change, a major cycle change. We have had it where the tides were flowing out from July seventh through around September seventh. We've had this full flow where you can set your boat afloat if you're trying to get off a deserted island and you try to set float when the tide's going out, you have a better chance of getting further out to sea and not having to paddle as much. And that's why we try to align with the natural rhythms of the universe. That's what my book Planetology is about. That's what all my work is about. Understanding these rhythms so you can sync up with them. So we've had these stars that have been great for these important things. And even through the first week of September, there's still some good energy for contracts, big decisions, launches, moves, you know, um, anything like that. But be warned that the closer you get to September 7th, the more the tides are going to turn in. So if you launch something out at that time, things are going to very quickly start coming in. Okay, so if you are going to launch something, uh, July and August definitely have some better energy where you can get things going really well before the, the tide reversal, because then for the rest of September and Basically, all of October, we're going to be where the tides are coming in. You don't want to try to set your boats afloat, your creative babies, make your decisions, do all of that big you know, stuff when the tides are coming in because it's more of an internal and retrospective energy. So that's a major must know. So September and October are dominated by the Mercury retrograde energy. So the more that we understand those, the more we can make the most of this time. So some of my favorite things to do during retrograde, we definitely hear about the nuisance things, which we'll talk a little bit more about those later, and the things to watch out for. But first, I want to talk about some of my favorite things about the retrogrades. And again, in my book, Planetology, I go into a lot of detail about Mercury, Venus, and Mars retrogrades and how to make the most of them and how to you know, align your decisions. I have checklists and everything um, about trying to decide what to do during those times because they are very unique astrologically. 
Something I love, a major must know about Mercury retrograde that's perfect for all the September and October time is to be on a light schedule, free flow with no agenda. In life, we have to schedule a lot and there are certain things we just can't get around. I know this is back to school time for some people or, or your kids and, um, and so you're getting scheduled a lot more, but this is a time when the universe wants to tell you it's okay to not say, you don't have to say okay to everything that's offered to you to be scheduled. And it's okay to tell people, pencil me in, don't pen me in, like making a tentative plan. Any tentative plans you make, you're going to be so grateful that you did during this time because if you box yourself into a certain commitment, you're going to wish you had more wiggle room. And I can almost guarantee that that's going to come up for a very vast majority of you. Okay, so light schedule. Light schedule not only helps you when you have to back out of something, it also helps you to manage expectations if you make a plan with someone else that there's a good chance that they might not be able to follow through. So it helps to prevent frustration and arguments and problems with other people when you know that the things that you plan might be different than you expect or might not happen at all. The other things to know about this is that a lot of last minute magic comes in and that's actually my theme for the month, make room for last minute magic. A lot of last minute magic can come in during these retrogrades and the more room you have in your schedule, the more breathing room you have, the more you're going to be able to say yes to the magical things that come up. Like let's say someone says, hey, you wanna get away for a weekend, go take this trip or go do something, and you would have been all scheduled up, but because you were aligned with the rhythms, you weren't all scheduled up, and now you can say yes for those magical last minute things that come in. This is also an amazing time, major must know, for reorganizing and clearing out clutter. You want to be careful with releasing things that you're not completely sure that you wanna release because Sometimes we're not seeing clearly during the retrogrades, but you certainly can clear out what I call low-hanging fruits, right? So if you have just like recycling that has to be dealt with, bags of garbage, you know, stuff that you know you're not going to miss or make a mistake as you're clearing out. But if you're deliberating whether to give away family heirlooms, this is not really the time to make that decision. It's the time to research, which is another great thing about this time, research, look into, see what options are. But if you've got to make a big decision, you're probably going to have more clarity, more oomph, and more outcome if you wait until towards the end of October, beginning of November, or after for things like that. Something else that is a must know for this time is this is amazing for researching and studying. Retrogrades are so wonderful, especially as the planets are in Virgo now still. Your powers of focus are very strong, and you may find your return to something that you were studying before, or an interest, a hobby, um, so taking courses at this time can be really great, especially if they satisfy at least one of the following um, checklists, okay? The first is, is it low stakes? Meaning, can you easily afford it? If you change your mind, it won't be the end of the world. Okay, is it low stakes? If it's not low stakes, is it at least flexible? So let's say you have to go into a school program, you have to make the decision, that's when it's starting. Is it something that's go at your own pace? You know, is it something that if you have a financial issue you can withdraw from? Is it something that has flexibility wo woven into it? And if so, then it get, you get the green light in Mercury retrograde. And also if it's short term. If something is short term, then you're committing to something short term, then when things change, it doesn't matter. But let's say you wanna enroll in a long-term school program. So it's not satisfying the short term, but it is satisfying the flexible or low stakes, then it's a go, it's a green light go. 
Okay, so that's how you can best determine when you have to make decisions about things that come up in Mercury Retrograde, but it is amazing for learning and for teaching and um, also for reconnecting with friends and family or old acquaintances. You will have a lot of blasts from the past at this time where someone or something comes back to you in some random, seemingly random way. One of my favorite things about this time is that it brings us right here and right now because it is not great for planning for the present or the future. And so that, you know, that thing that we have to do in life where we look ahead and strategize and plan and get everything situated, you can't actually plan out very far at this time. And you can't plan out even, you know, in the near time. So that cuts a lot of things off of your list of things you could be using to, to spend your time. So it's just kind of right in front of you. And a lot of times things right in front of you will need attention. And that's one of the other must knows is that, um, Sometimes things break down, appliances, your cars, devices, drop your phone in the toilet, you know, things that are um, electrical or, you know, functional in some way have a tendency to go kaput, okay? So if you've, you know, just those, these things are going to be coming up and the more you don't have other things scheduled, the more you can deal with having to wait for the person to replace your dryer, um, you know, and things like that that tend to happen during the retrogrades. Okay, so you're going to leave your schedule light to make room for the last minute magic. Something else I love about this time, a major must know, is that September is one of the few months of this year that we're not in eclipse season. We're in eclipse season about six months of each year because we've got the eclipses twice a year and the season lasts about three months. So August and September are two months that we sort of have a break in between eclipse seasons. We're going to have a new eclipse cycle beginning in November, we've got the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle and we have the Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle winding out. So that's going to be quite a time of an ending of a year and a half cycle, of a beginning of a new cycle. And those eclipses are going to start having their big manifestations starting around October. So here we are in September, a little breathing room to integrate from the big changes that happened in May, June, and July and to kind of prepare for the next round of changes that are going to be coming soon. Okay, so I've had a lot of requests for bringing the visuals of the charts back. And while I'm not committing to doing that all the time, I did see an opportunity in this particular month, the time when I'm recording this to bring the charts back. Okay, so we are going to look at the visuals of the charts and look at some more must-knows and some gatherings of energy and some beautiful angles that we have. Now, I'm going to be using the Virgo early chart at first. But don't worry, everything I'm talking about is going to be true for all Virgo placements unless I otherwise differentiate out. And in many cases, if there's something different, I'm going to just show you the other charts as well. But just know that I'm speaking to all of you even though I'm using this chart and all of these things will be true for all of you. So the first must know we have to talk about here is birthdays for Virgo. So you're either going to have your birthday in August or you're going to have your birthday in September. So happy birthday to all of you Virgos out there. I have lots of close friends that are Virgos and I am wishing them and you a happy birthday. Birthdays are a magical time when the universe is aligned with our wishes. We live in a heliocentric reality, which means the sun is at the center of our solar system. The sun in astrology represents desire and creativity. And that puts desire and creativity at the center of our experience as humans. Okay, not addictive desire, not just, you know, 
um, the type of of desire where we're um, again, you know, addictively doing this or or leaving the, the present moment too much. But it's the kind of desire where our heart swells with passion, and we let that be our guide. And I believe that we are meant to have that experience as humans, and the birthday time and the birthday wishes really bring that front and center because the sun in the sky, when it gets back to the sun, the point that your sun is at in the chart, that makes a solar return and it opens a portal for wishing. Okay, so you can look for my video. I do have it in the Virgo playlist as well. Um, that's called Making Wishes Come True. So if you just search for Making Wishes Come True, Annie, um, you'll find that video and it will help you to use your birthday wishes. Now, if you have a Virgo placement other than your sun, you're still in luck because when the sun comes and crosses whatever your placement is, it's a rebirth and it adds life and it adds zest. So it's a very good time for setting intentions. Wishes are a little different than intentions and I actually talk about that in the video as well. So you all can check that out. Now for those of you, okay, so you can see for the early degree people, the sun has already crossed over into this first house. You have Mars there. And we're going to go back to what that means. I just wanna show you some differences here. Now watch, so early degree is basically September born, I'm not September, August born, or zero to nine degrees. Middle degree and late degree are the September born and 10 to 29 degrees, okay? Here's the middle degree chart. Notice where the sun is. The sun is not in the first house yet. Why? Because it hasn't crossed over the point for your birthday or for your, um, you know, whatever your placement is. And then the late degree, see how the sun goes back further back. So that means that the later you are in the sign, the more you have influence of the sun in the 12th house. So the sun in the 12th house, we'll just classify this all for the September born or 10 to 29 degrees. You have a little longer where the sun is highlighting some things that are not perfect in your life. Or it's highlighting some things that are perfect in your life. The sun is like a spotlight and wherever it goes, it adds clarity to that space. And this is the attic of your being, the 12th house. It's beautiful and purposeful that the sun goes in a circle and goes through all of these houses or fields of experience. And then it gets to the 12th house before it gets to the first house because the 12th house lights up your ancestral programming, your societal, you know, programming, your familial programming, your, um, traumas and your dramas, your gifts and the things that you're good at, the, the wonderful things that you've inherited from your family line and upbringing, if there are any there, then those are all there. But a lot of times it also highlights what the problems are. So conveniently, before you have your wishing or your intention time, when the sun gets into this space, like it is, you know, already for, for you, um, August born, right before it gets to that space for our September born, it's showing you what you don't want. It's giving you more clarity. It's helping you to be more clear about what you wanna create. A lot of people have trouble manifesting because they're not sure about what they want or they're sending mixed messages to the universe. Like maybe they're saying, I wanna have a low overhead and freedom, right? But then they have a really expensive house that is really difficult to pay off. And so they're asking for conflicting things. And so the universe is like, well, which do you want more? Like, what are you saying? I'm trying to help you. So this period of time for you, September born, is really about getting super clear about what you want, okay? So that you can step into the time that the August born are in right now, which is the, you know, bursting out, you know, 
tr- taking um, t- taking internal action on the life of your dreams or small external steps because we're in the retrograde. It's not like you want to now make your big decision, do your big like, hey, this is what I'm doing with my life in the retrograde, but it's a time to make quiet decisions. Okay, so all the August born, let's go back to that chart. And coming soon, coming in the upcoming weeks, this is going to be true for you all in the September. So we're going to talk about it as if it's true for everyone. Just know it's going to be staggered and take a little bit longer into September to be truer the later you are. But this time is about capturing your new life, doing something different. And it's also about your physical body. This 12th house is very much about your mind. And this first house is very much about your physicality. Okay, so things move from the mind space to the active space, the action space. So, you know, exercise programs, especially if they're short-term, flexible, or low stakes. Okay, we want to remember those guidelines. Um, Different uh, diets, you know, different practitioners, trying different therapies, um, doing work for your self-esteem. And this period of time when this first house is highlighted, as it will be for all of you at some point this month, is also about recognition and people really seeing you and letting people see you and um, maybe getting you know acknowledged for things that you've been doing or things that you've been working on. So that's very exciting. Okay, so as the Sun and Mars continues to move through Virgo, you're getting those bumps onto your Virgo placement. Mars can sometimes bring some points of conflict, but it can also bring ambition and it can bring wherewithal to get something done. And powers of focus are going to be very strong at this time. So if you have any projects that you've been needing to wrap up or need some attention to, this energy is going to be very strong. The planets in Libra, and again, I'm using this early chart, but everything I'm saying is true for all of you unless I otherwise tell you, okay? So as the planets in Libra crowd the second house, this is bringing focus to the money sector. As the planets move through Libra, this also brings focus to your partnerships and your relationships of every kind. So you are going to have notable relationship occurrences. The retrograde is going to bring back things for better or worse from the past. Maybe there was a love that you've longed for to come back from the past. They could come back at this time. Maybe, you know, you might hear from an ex and either work something out with them or, you know, be able to get more clarity about permanently closing the door. Um, Again, if you're going to make a permanent decision, you might want to wait until the stars are more clear at the end of October, beginning of November, but this is a time to reevaluate, to re-engage and just to kind of see where you're at and see if, you know, what you want to do there. But relationship energy of all kinds are going to come back from the past and it can bring great blessings because we are also going to have trines, okay? Trines are the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. And these two Virgo planets are going to trine Pluto. And for all of you, yeah, for all of you, that's going to accentuate your true love and romance sector. Okay, so little kisses from the Sun and Mars to Pluto in your romance and your relationship. So you've got Venus accentuated because it's in Libra and that's, you know, love and the the relationship. You've got Mercury going retrograde in relationships where you're considering and reconsidering relationship things. Then you've got kisses to Pluto, which is in your house of true love and children and your creative sector. So you might get some kisses there. Now I want you to see something. See, that's the early degree chart. See where Pluto is. Then notice how it jumps back in the middle degree. 
and it jumps back in the late degree. So it is influencing the fourth house still for those of you will say September um, 12th or so through the rest of the sign or September or let's see for the degrees like 17 degrees through the rest of the sign. You are also having influence in the fourth house but you it's close enough to the line of the fifth house that those true love, romance, kid goodies can still be there. And plus, the trines that happen with Venus and Mercury to Jupiter and Saturn are going to be in your fifth house too for a late degree chart, okay? So we've got a lot of kisses going on here. Maybe to make things less confusing, we'll just take it, take it section by section. Okay, let's go back to the early degree. We talked about the kisses here. Now notice that the kisses for um, Mercury to Saturn and Venus and Mercury to Jupiter and Venus to Saturn, well that already happened, and Venus to Jupiter are going to make early degrees have kisses in the sixth house too. Okay, so early degree, August born, zero to nine degrees, kisses from Pluto in um, romance, children, creativity, etc. Then the Saturn, long-term things grounded in, Jupiter, expansion, kisses from Venus, which rules love, beauty, and money, Mercury, which rules communication and information. You're getting those kisses to your sixth house, which is your daily routine, your work, your employment, your pets, your animals, your health. So health blessings, health information, health breakthroughs can come in for you um, in the early degree zone. Now let's look at these kisses in the middle degree zone. Okay, so your um, all of the Virgos have the relationship sectors highlighted because of the fact that Libra is involved with the kisses. They also have the money, your income and security sector highlighted. Then you've got kisses to Saturn, long-term things falling into place in your house of children and romance. And then you've got Jupiter expansion growth in that house of health and <clears throat> pets and lifestyle and employment and self-employment are going on for you all. And again, those middle degree people are the um, September 1st through 10th or 10 to 19 degrees. Then when we look at the late degree chart, that's around September 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees, we look at your kisses. You've got your inner world kissing stuff in your home sector with Pluto, also with a little influence in the um, children, romance, creativity. Then you've got your physical body, your um, vitality, how you want to put yourself out in the world, kisses to Saturn and Jupiter in your romance and creativity. So this could very strongly, you know, for all Virgo placements, the fact that for some reason or another, the first and fifth houses are accentuated can really mean that you're showing up for your creative efforts or if your work is somewhere where you're out in front of people like actors, models, people online, you know, leadership, speakers, singers, did I say athletes? Anything that puts you out in front of people, you've got a very strong chance of recognition and acknowledgement coming through these connections that are sweet aspects that are lifting those houses to life. And for you late degree friends, also the fact that you've got this um, trine action in your 12th house could be that you cure an addiction. 
like that you really heal an addiction or that a big fear of yours that has been really plaguing you um, can get just lifted from you. And if you want to have a magical, very inexpensive, it's like $25, you can even get it used maybe for $15 on Amazon, I've seen it, a book called Marriage of Spirit by Leslie Temple Thurston. She has exercises in section two of that book that can clear karma and fears like nobody's business. I had to make, I've been using this book, it's been on my nightstand for 17 years, and I still go back to it. I had to make a terrible, one of the hardest days and decisions of my life I had to make in this um, recent eclipse cycle, and I was very afraid, and it had been looming for a very long time, and I did one of the exercises, and it brought me the clarity I needed to clear it up. And so I see it work over and over again to like help you confront your fears, help you to clear out karma, and you have a very strong chance of having that happen. And all Virgos can use that book, but I just see this lineup here of like a fear wanting to break through, especially for you late degree people, that can be very helpful to know. Okay, so a couple of quick points here. Um, we do have way more salty aspects compared to sweet ones this month. So that is going to be an experience of road bumps, you know, throughout the month. Like you're trying to cruise and then bump, and then you're trying to get, and then bump. You don't get very far or very fast and then bump. Okay, so there are going to be quick bumps that, you know, hopefully won't be of too much consequence, but they will be annoying. And, you know, we do need to be aware of that. And if you want a write-up of all of the sweet and salty aspects, what all the aspects are, what you can expect from them, what their dates are, delivered into your inbox one month early, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter because I give you that. That's a, a perk for my friends on my email list. And let's see what else I was going to talk about there. Yeah, so basically just to remember that in the Mercury retrograde, you want to be the spider. When we're the spider, that means we've woven our web and we hang out close to our home, which is not necessarily that you can't travel, but just like close to your being, and you watch what comes into your web, meaning you're not out there trying to make this happen, you're not over there building a new web, you're not, you know, you're right here, and you deal with the food that comes to you, and whether that means your dryer breaks and you have to deal with that, or whether that means someone invites you on this fun thing and you have space, whatever is right in front of you, you want to wait for things to come to you and not be like trying to make things happen or push things out too far unless you're, you have a clear intuition or guidance to do so. Okay, so I've given you lots of information about the energies at work and play this month to help you make the most of the potentials. If you'd like even more information, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies that I make for you each month. Also, if you would like to be an astrologer as your profession, if you're a homeschooling parent, if you want to stay working from home, if you want to make your own hours and earn money from your love for astrology, I can help you do that. Check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. This course is great for you even if you don't want to do this work as your profession. If you just want to help yourself, your own self-development, help your family and friends, you can learn everything you need to know in that course at loomlife.com. Also, I have lots of free courses at that site so you can check out all of more free goodies there. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye!